Hey, Vermont Untapped listeners. For election season 2022, Vermont Folklife is re-releasing Under the Golden Dome, the stories behind Vermont's citizen legislature. This 10-part series originally aired in 2004 and was created from interviews with 35 former legislators. You can learn more about this project and listen to other episodes of Vermont Untapped at www.vtfolklife.org untapped. Enjoy, and don't forget to vote. I think the first couple of weeks, I probably was totally exhausted trying to absorb it all, not only the people and their opinions, but the process. The changes that affected the Vermont legislature in the past half century are connected by one common thread. Legislators of all political persuasions were inspired and motivated by the desire to be part of something greater and more important than themselves. In 1952, there came the uh, presidential election in which General Eisenhower unexpectedly was persuaded to run as a Republican. I was a delegate to the convention in Chicago. I always remember then nominee Eisenhower spoke to the delegates and he said, thank you, I hope you'll go home and work for my election, but more importantly, go home and get involved. And that's what I did. Bobby Kennedy is someone who had a real influence on me in my formative years. And watching him be assassinated live on television at the Ambassador Hotel, June 5, 1968, was, uh, I mean, it was sort of a, a glutton for punishment watching this. I was only 15 years old, but I was very interested and um, found him to be quite inspirational. So my interest in issues of equality, justice, particularly civil rights, emanate from his example, Martin Luther King. And of course, as a child of the 60s, uh, those were sort of guiding principles. I was always interested in town affairs, went to town meeting and participated in town affairs. Then Phil Hoff came to Danville, and it was in Danville where he announced his candidacy to run for governor. I went to that, and I just got interested in politics. Phil Hoff was first elected in 62. Um, it was his second term when I was elected and went to legislature. By 11 o'clock, I got my courage up, and I called the town clerk in Shalott and said, Hazel, how am I doing down there? And she said, oh, Sally, this is a... Uh, uh, um, you know, a presidential year and a United States Senate year. We haven't even gotten to you. We are still counting the governor. And we certainly haven't gotten to where you are. But she said, as a matter of fact, you've won. I said, Hazel, what do you mean I've won? She said, your pile of ballots is higher. <laughs> Getting elected can be difficult, but learning your way around the people and the process can be downright humbling. We all, I think, feel overwhelmed in the beginning. It was rather hectic, I shouldn't say hectic, but uh, difficult to know what was going on. I remember one day I was in the men's room, and a man was in there saying, this is the only place that I really know what I'm doing. Uh, and I agreed completely with that. 
But you soon, you soon get over it. Peanut Kennedy was persuaded to run for office by Ray Kieser, who gave him some valuable advice on how best to gain solid footing in the legislature. Ray said, well, if you want a good background, he said, I'm prejudiced, but if you want a good background, he said, you probably ought to try to get on Judiciary Committee. When come time to put in my choices for committees, I just listed Judiciary. I didn't list any others. And uh, I got on there. And I had Phil Hoff. I had John Downs. I had Ernie Gibson. These were all my classmates on that committee. And Bill Billings was the chairman. You couldn't have found probably a more diverse political spectrum, perhaps. You couldn't have found the capability and the knowledge that those people had. It just was amazing. And I got the background in that committee for an awful lot of things. How a bill was constituted, how it came about, what happened to it, the uh, knowledge of being able to deal with the Vermont statutes. You could not buy or attain that type of an education except as I got it. I was uh, somewhat, I suppose, awed by being in the legislature, and I expect that I was probably um, fairly quiet at first. I also had a wonderful person who sat in front of me in the House. His name was Harry Lawrence, and he was from Linden, and he was a dairy farmer. And Harry exemplified the two basic characteristics that I found in the Vermont legislature and I find about Vermonters generally. He was very fair-minded and he was very modest. And fair-mindedness and modesty, I think, are really the hallmarks of an awful lot of people I served with in the legislature. I always remember Tom Salmon used to say, during your freshman year, Tim, you just sit and observe and you don't say anything. You just kind of learn the ropes, but don't be getting up making speeches until you really feel that you're ready. And uh, we had a bill on fish and game licensing or something. And fish and game bills were interesting in that everybody felt they knew something about fishing and gaming. And it seemed as though for three days we were, had debated this bill, and everybody had spoken but myself. And I finally decided that I ought to get up and say something. And I did. It was kind of my maiden voyage. And I'll always remember where I sat, I could look over and I could see Tom Salmon. And I could see him looking like, what is he doing? And then he sent me a note. And, of course, I got in the middle of the whole, whole thing. And then a couple of people asked me questions. And, of course, I really didn't have a depth of knowledge about fishing and uh the final note was, see, I told you, stay in your seat. So, you know, you had people like that that could give you advice. It is still one of the, the great uh, human experiences. It was an experience overall that I would not trade uh, for anything. It's a glorious experience and a, and a chance to feel that you are playing a role in, in the state's life, in the state's direction, and uh, to meet fascinating, committed, interesting people. Uh, this is still one of the, the great uh, human experiences. I'm a great believer in the political process. We heard the voices of Madeline Cunin, Robert Gannett, David Walk, Catherine Beatty, Sally Soule, Edgar May, John Christensen, Walter Peanut Kennedy, Harvey Carter, 
Tim O'Connor and Peter Mallory, all are former members of the Vermont Legislature. The interviews were sponsored by the Snelling Center for Government. This series was produced by the Vermont Folklife Center of Middlebury by Bob Merrill and Jane Beck. Funding for this series was provided by the Vermont Community Foundation and the Wyndham Foundation. I'm Greg Sherrow.